And we are recording in progress. Recording. Gonna do a little solo rant. Had on Mr. Rob Dew of InfoWars this past week or Monday or today's today, Tuesday. I had him on. They all run together. I have no idea. But he suggested afterwards, giving me some advice, I should also toy around with doing episodes with no guests, which I told him I do do. Solar Ants. But when I told him that, I also realized I hadn't done one in a while. So it's a solar rant. Today is Tuesday, March 15th, 2022 at 4.53 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, for everybody that hasn't heard a solo rant before, there's nothing special. Um, sometimes I have a topic. Most of the time I don't have a topic. I just go in and start talking. And it's really just me thinking aloud and brainstorming. So if it sounds repetitive, it's because it is. It's not a polished product. It's I'm going. It's not that like it's a stand-up comedian who hasn't polished the set yet. I'm going up and riffing. I haven't even made the... This is the rough draft for the rough draft. But then there will be no final draft because I just upload this and then never touch it again. So that's what a solo rant is. Normally I, I used to do them when I didn't have a guest. Um, but now I'm doing it just to... Uh, just to do it. <laughs> but, um, so, obviously what I've said in the last couple podcasts when discussing Ukraine is, well, first of all, I don't give a shit. I don't have any, I don't care about Ukraine and Russia. Just like I'm not pro or anti-COVID vax. I don't give a fuck. I don't. And I know there are people out there that are like, you don't stand for Ukraine. What about that? Yeah, the men, women, and children dying suck, but you, the doesn't make you a special person to vocalize the fact that it sucks. You know, you don't have to see a, 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 you don't have to, you know, someone's dog dies just because if you, if you saw a picture of their dog on Facebook and said, you know, I have to put the dog down just because like you didn't cry. doesn't mean you don't have a soul. Yeah. It, it, there's no, I don't think there's any need to, like you don't need a big, you don't need to make a big show about, I am so offended or I am so hurt. Like, yeah, it sucks. Every anniversary of 9-11, it sucks. You watch a video and you're like, that fucking sucks. You don't need to go out there and wear all black. And when people ask what's wrong, you go, oh, I'm just so hurt. Yeah. Yeah. You have a fucking soul. You don't need to put it on display for everybody. It's not like, uh, it's not like every time you see a hot girl, you don't need to be like, I'd fuck her. I like pussy. I just, like everyone's looking at you like, yeah, dude, nobody was questioning you did. And even if you didn't, who cares? <laughs> I liked it. And it's like, are you gay, man? You know, like, which is cool. But like, that's kind of how it feels when it's like, I stand for Ukraine. I stand with them. And it's like, dude, it's a war zone. Yeah, it sucks. I also stand with Yemen. I, I also stand with Syria. I stand with the innocent Mexican civilians getting butchered by cartels. Yeah, I, I stand with the Foxconn workers in China. I stand with the homeless veterans like and I'm not trying to do the virtue signaling thing. It's just like you don't need to vocalize it like maybe if it's an immediate, if it's like a best friend or a friend of a friend dies, you maybe reach out to him and you're like, hey, man, I, you know, I, I want you know, I'm thinking of you like sure. But the idea that you got to like stand with everything like, yeah, I stand with every aborted baby. I stand with every fucking illiterate farmer in india like what are we doing like what the fuck are we doing i, I, I stand with every baby antelope that got you know eaten and raped to death by a cheetah like all right so 
all that being said, there are too many similarities with this and COVID. Where it comes out of nowhere, there's a unified, coordinated, lockstep, and often verbatim, identically verbatim message by the media. All the corporations stand, whether it's BLM or or, or Pride, or get vaxxed, do your part, or stand with Ukraine. They're all in lockstep. And it makes me think of an Andy Stumpf quote. That guy from SEAL Team 6 who's been on Rogan. It's like one of his first episodes. He was saying, he was like, yeah, he's like, you know, I like some things Trump do does, but he's like, I'm not 100% on board. And Rogan was like, why? And he was like, I honestly couldn't even tell. I, th- I think I might be butchering it. But he said something along the lines of, He's like, I'm not 100% for Trump, and I couldn't even tell you what exactly it is that I don't like. I just know that when everyone, whenever I'm in a situation where everyone is rah-rahing the same thing, you know, the spidey senses go off, and you go, hold on, there's like, no, no one's, no one's opposing any ideas here. There's no critical thinking. There's no, there's no uh, uh, faithful opposition or whatever, faithful, what is it, the faithful not faithful defector. What's the thing where no matter what, if there's 10 people making a decision in like the military, one person will always take the opposite stance just so that there's no group think, um, honorable, like honorable defector or opposer. It's like if all 10 of us say, let's go to this bar tonight. One person would say, even if they also did deep down agree that they should go to the bar. There's like one person that would try to defend why we shouldn't go to that bar. And it's just so that there's an inkling or an attempt at, uh, at a wider, like a wider net of logic being cast. So like with that, it's like, I don't have a dog in the fight. Like, yeah, it sucks. War sucks straight up. War sucks. Like the fucking sucks. There's no if, ands or buts about that. But there is a part of me that just says, hold on. When it's uniform, across the board, bad, bad, bad. This didn't happen in 2014 with, with, with Crimea. This didn't, this hasn't happened with, with China putting 2 million Uyghurs in concentration camps and sterilizing them and brainwashing them and separating the kids from the parents. There were kids in cages during the Bush administration. There were kids in cages during the Obama administration. Trump is literally Hitler. There are kids in cages in the Biden administration. And that's not defending kids in cages, but that's kind of where I'm coming from, where I'm like, here's a thing that existed, and no one gave a shit, and then everyone gave a shit, and then no one gave a shit. Why did everyone start giving a shit all of a sudden? It seems like we're being pushed into this. So like, you know, whether it's the MPC profile with the two weeks to flatten the curve or I, you know, George Floyd or get vaxxed or stand with Ukraine. My concern is that three weeks ago, most people couldn't point Ukraine out on a map. Most people didn't know it existed. They thought it was a construction company. There is something. Just like in March 2020, it was two weeks to flatten the curve. Summer 2020, it was BLM. 
spring 2021 it was get vaxxed and now march 2022 it's i stand with ukraine there is something coming whatever the next thing is and i don't know what it is is it two weeks to flatten the curve or it's a pandemic is it blm where it's a civil rights movement against uh, police brutality is it to get the vaccine or is it to stand with Ukraine? All wildly different things. Pandemic, social responsibility, civic duty, geopolitical implications. Sure. But there's this. No one cared. When COVID came out of China. If you even called it the China flu, much like you'd say West Nile virus. You were racist. But now it's stunning and brave to hate everything Russian. And anyone that watches this podcast knows how much I love the Cold War and how much I fucking cheered on slamming the Soviet Union into the ground. So fuck out of here. But like, it's just across. I mean, this is two minute hate from 1984. This is the two minute hate. The social media says you can call for violence. You have been given a you know, let the dog outside. You're still, you're, there's still a fence around the property, but you're allowed to play within this property. That's not freedom. That's the Overton window. That's what you can talk about. You're allowed to express hate towards these Russians. And it's probably because they look a lot like us. And everyone knows that white people are only allowed to be racist towards other white people because you're supposed to hate yourself when all racism is bad. It's just very odd We've been drone striking throughout Africa for the last 11 years, and nobody's given a fuck. But everybody gives a fuck now. And I'm not saying that's even bad. You know, maybe it's maybe it's like, well, if from here on out, everyone gave a shit about every invasion, I would be like, that is a good thing. That is a good thing. Maybe we just started all of a sudden with Russia going into Ukraine and then every you know invasion for the next century, everyone cared. That's a good thing. And you know what? You know, if if people were still protesting kids in cages under Biden, I'd go. You know what? Yeah, kind of weird that it only started under Trump and no one cared under Bush and Obama. But look, now it's continuing from Trump to Biden. I'd be like, yeah, yeah fuck it. You know what? Take the win. It's it's like I should have started dieting five years ago, but if you started last week, instead of saying, oh, you're going to diet now. How about just pat him on the back and go, good, it's a good thing to start now, and let's make this a good habit. But that's not happening. And it's not going to happen. Nobody gives a shit about what's going on with China right now. No no one gives a fuck. (sighs) I mean, so, but like all conspiracies, people will passively and often unknowingly admit and profess, profess via projection to their own conspiracies. What do I mean by that? If I say, um, if I say uh, Lee Harvey wasn't a complete, you know, wild person out of the woodwork, as a matter of fact, James Jesus Angleton, chief of CIA counterintelligence, had a file on him four years prior. If the head of KGB assassinations met with, uh, met with mafia members in Mexico City a month before, That's a little weird. All I'm doing there is saying I don't necessarily believe the narrative. What people will then often jump on 
oh, you think the CIA did it? No, no, I never said that. But what you just did was admit it. That's what you think. So welcome to the game. But that's not. It just means I don't know what it is. I'm I'm still not entirely sure what it is. I'm mostly in the boat of it was probably the CIA. I think he pissed off Richard Bissell, the Billis brothers, Lemnitzer, Curtis LeMay. I think it ended just everything with this, the, the revolving door of the CIA and private business and military industrial complex. I think he was pissing all over it. I think he broke way too much from Eisenhower. Eisenhower, get, Eisenhower virtue signaled and gave the military industrial complex speech, right? Eisenhower changed his profile picture. JFK actually went out in the streets and started rioting and he got smacked down, right? It's, it's tweeting, stop the steal versus breaking into the Capitol. Like, you know, you believed in your convictions, sure, but, you know, fuck around. But I, I'm, so I think it was probably the CIA, but it could have been the mafia. Could have been the KGB. It could have been, I don't know, maybe it was Japan. Maybe Japan did it because they're pissed they lost the war. So they pitted us and the Russians against each other. I don't know, maybe. Maybe it was Bobby. Fuck if I know. Maybe it was LBJ. But what it is, is I don't necessarily believe that Lee Harvey just up in one day decided he was going to do it. There's too many other things around it, and I might be wrong. But all that means is that I don't entirely believe the narrative, right? It's weird that, you know, it's weird that the morning of 9-11, we were running Operation Vigilant Guardian, which we did, had been running for a couple decades at that point, and we did a bunch of different war games. But it was weird that we were doing it that day with planes being hijacked and crashing into buildings. That was odd. It was odd that the like the NASA satellite showed the rubble was burning far hotter than physically possible for months afterwards. Oh, so you think the government did it? I didn't say that. I just think that the narrative doesn't necessarily hold up. You know? If if your kid comes home at passes curfew, you know, and the kid's like, oh, what, you think I'm out drinking? You're like, I didn't say you were out drinking. You might have been out fucking your girlfriend, but you're, you're home past your curfew. But you just kind of now make me think you're drinking. You just, just because you don't believe a narrative doesn't mean, mean you necessarily believe the common conspiracies. So let's just put all that out there. Okay. You know, something like JFK or 9-11, it could also very well just be the intelligence community complete incompetence and they fucked it up. And so they, they, they muddied the waters because they didn't want to lose their fucking job. It's like, dude, you had one job, you had one job and you fucked it up. It could have been that, you know, who knows? could have been anything. So all of that being said, even with COVID, I know I toy around a lot with the idea, but I don't think it's depopulation. I think it was probably a bioweapon from China. I think Trump uh, posed an existential threat to China. And or, much like JFK, I think the entrenched power structure in D.C. didn't like Trump. And they did a uh, they did a watered-down version of November 1963. Just like my dad's tougher than me and my dad's dad was tougher than him. And back in the day, back in the day, they would just shoot the president in the fucking head in Dealey Plaza. Wave to the FBI, NSA. I know you guys are watching. Shout out. Buy some merch. But in the same way, it's like... You know, they grew up fighting each other versus me and my friends who grew up fighting each other over keyboards. It's like they don't they almost like didn't have the balls to shoot them. So instead, they just did it with ballots and dominion. I think it was probably something aligned that probably different factions. I would imagine their things aligned and knowingly or unknowingly. 
they might have aligned to their interests at the same time. Enemy of my enemy is the orange man. I don't know. With COVID, I don't necessarily know what it is. I think it's probably a bioweapon. Maybe it was by accident. Maybe it was completely organic. Maybe it was actually a penguin and a bat or whatever. A bat and one. Randy Marsh. Ha ha! Randy! Is that the first pangolin you've ever fucked? Huh. But Occam's Razor would tell me that Occam's Razor would say it was developed in a lab and it came out by accident. And Big Pharma jumped on it. They saw the the opportunity of warp speed with no uh, no no liability. And so they just racked up the profits. Pushed for a mandate. Said, take my thing. Never really believed it would go fully mandated, but got as much money as they could. That's probably the most, it's not as innocent as, as a virus came and this is the only way to stop the spread. And it's probably not as sinister. Just, I would say out of law of averages, it's probably also not as, and we're going to release it to decimate the population. No, I don't think it's that either. It's probably somewhere in between. Some incompetence with profit gouging. That just seems to be the run-of-the-mill human shit, right? This is kind of what we do. So, all that being said, just because you don't believe the narrative doesn't necessarily mean you think that it's lizard people living on the far side of the moon. As fun as that is, after a couple bong rips or a couple tablespoons of weed honey, it's, it's never really the case. So, Moving to Ukraine, Russia. On the QAnon side, you have uh, the military is, the Russian military is somehow under control of Trump, who is going in there to find evidence of COVID-19 and Burisma to bring down the deep state, and uh, they're all going to be hung at Guantanamo. Probably not. It'd be great if evil was eradicated from the world. Probably not going to go down that way. On the other hand, I don't think that one day Putin woke up and was twiddling his mustache and and putting on a red cape in front of a fireplace in an empty castle and decided, today I want blood. Maybe. I don't think so. I don't think he's stupid. I don't think Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are stupid. You do not get to that position if you're stupid. Elon Musk, anyone could do what he does. He, all he does is copy this. If anyone can do it, how come you're not worth $300 billion? So it's probably somewhere in between. It's probably, it does kind of seem like Russia was maybe had some evidence that there was U.S. biolabs, and they did a they did a pretty good smokescreen and just playing it off like they're the evil guys. In reality, they went in and seized that stuff. Maybe it seems like maybe the U.S. really is just against the you know the rape of a free country. Any amount of cursory research or one or two audiobooks about the last century and a half of America would tell you that none of that is true. From Smedley Butler with the Caribbean incursions all the way through the war in Iraq, we paint it up as democracy. It's business. It's just what it is. And that's uh, as a raw, raw America guy, I mean, that it's kind of blackpilling the more you read about it from Smedley Butler to Brothers Harriman through Eisenhower, Richard Bissell, the Dulles Brothers, up through Angleton and Reagan and H.W. Bush and uh, uh, what the fuck was the one that Dick Cheney, Halliburton. It's no good. It's no good. 
when you go back through all of it and you kind of see what it is. It's uh, it's harrowing. So it's probably something in between. I would imagine that some of it has to do with his own, with Putin's own human facets. He said the worst day of his life was the day the Soviet Union fell. Right? I mean, he loves his country like I love mine. He was a KGB agent. He saw the Soviet Union's quote-unquote glory and wants to restore it. He also likes power like any leader. And, you know, the clock is ticking. He's not getting younger. Maybe you want to make a move and secure Mother Russia. America, we like to be the pot and call the kettle black. We also have some unpopular domestic issues like inflation, inflation, supply chain, supply chain breakdown, vaccine mandates, uh, overreaching censorship. You know, a war is pretty good bread and circus. You got to rally everybody up, get the drums beaten. You know, you don't think about the work you got to do tomorrow when you're at the football stadium. Everyone's cheering. We also like a good war. We rule the world with an iron dick. Why wouldn't we? It also seems like we're beating a lot of drums because Ukraine kind of seems like a playground for U.S. money laundering. You know? Like, would we be seeing this if Russia was going into Latvia? I don't know. Maybe. I don't really think we would be. I can hear my neighbor's dogs whining. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. So it's really never as, it's really never as simple as they're bad, we're good. And it's really never as complex as it's QAnon and Ellen is, has been executed and she is just a deep fake clone operating behind the scenes with Biden who really isn't Biden. It's actually someone else. And Kamala Harris is a demon and uh, Hillary Clinton was executed in 2015 from uh, for war crimes and Trump still has the nuclear codes. Fun story. It just, it just doesn't really pan out like that. I'm an optimist. I wish evil could just be eradicated. Like, I get the desire for QAnon. I get the desire for it, right? It makes sense of an un, of a nonsensical world. It says that there isn't just chaos and profit, but rather that there is a defined evil force and there's the, a defined good force and the good force is riding out the evil and once we do that, everything will be good. Kind of no different than every Marxist revolution. That once we do the thing, it'll all be better or even Nazis, once we get rid of the people, those people, all the problems will go away. Never quite works out like that. You can see it in your own life. Once I get the car, it'll all be good. Once I get the new camera for the podcast, then I'll be happy. It never comes. You got to find it inside. So with that long kind of prefaced intro, and knowing that uh, my hypothesis that I'll put forward is probably completely wrong, like, for a year, I was 100% convinced that COVID was an offensive bioweapon unleashed specifically to allow mail-in ballots. And around, like, June or July of 2021 is 
Like I went back and forth to the mundane, to it was just a natural thing, to it was coordinated by the deep state. And the pen, it went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And it finally settled in the center. And I think I said it last June where I think it was probably engineered. It was probably released by accident. We covered it up because our own incompetence says we should have been able to catch that. And they saw an opportunity to make hella money and suspend some civil liberties like the Patriot Act. And so they did it. And that's probably what it was. We're now seeing that it's coming out that the White House was funding a bunch of private companies to spread uh, to pay for vaccine PSAs, which I don't think that should surprise anyone. I didn't even know that was a conspiracy. I thought that was pretty accepted. However, it is coming out that the stipulation was only positive reviews. And that's one of the things I said last summer. I think that's what we're going to see. That's the reason why I got kicked off YouTube is because they were probably getting some kickbacks. That will probably never see the light of day. These people aren't stupid. They don't put that stuff on the books. Probably something along those lines. So whereas right when the invasion started, I was like, fuck yeah, Ukraine, kill them all. And then like a week later, I was like, this is Putin going in to find the biolabs to bring down the deep state. Now I'm kind of coming back towards the center. Probably evidence of biolabs, probably also a land grab, makes him look strong for the Soviet people, Russian people, he probably sees himself as a Soviet hero. There is probably an aspect of truth that we're like, hey, this is this does not this should not go on in, in 2022 in a, in a democratic world. There's also probably part of it saying, hey, fuck, we launder a lot of money over there. Get the fuck out of there, Putin. I don't know. You got the trusted news initiative used for the election, which was then used for covid. I don't know why the trusted news initiative wouldn't be used for Ukraine, especially if the military industrial complex gets their greedy little slimy fingers in there. You're right. We always talk about the repealing of the Smith Mund Act of the Smith Smith Mund Modernization Act of 2012, where they're now allowed to use propaganda against U.S. citizens, which is a very slippery slope, because now all you have to do is define the thing to use the propaganda as national security, which makes sense in light of 9-11. But then all of a sudden you go COVID and you go, well, well that's national security. And then you say U.S. elections, oh, that's national security. And then you say Ukraine, you go, that's national security. And all of a sudden, a lot of things are categorized as national security. And who's lobbying for those decisions to be made? Well, well, I would say with elections, it's the media companies that probably want their own stories out because they don't like Orange Man. Although that's not as strong as an argument vaccines pretty pretty simple astrazeneca johnson johnson moderna pfizer ukraine you probably have a bunch of guys you know saying lobbying to, to do everything you can to make money because that's what lobbyists do and if one of the tools now is also to have a trusted news initiative which can only act in the wake of an absence of the smith month smith mund m-u-n-d-t modernization act you know it's pretty simple it's pretty simple so this is just the example of power always being abused. It's the Patriot Act. We're just going to use it for terrorists. Well, don't be surprised when everyone starts to get labeled as terrorists. They only use these powers for emergencies. Don't be surprised when they foment emergencies. You know, in college, I remember my mom, uh, they gave me like a debit card with a little bit of cash. And it was like, this is for emergencies. Well, don't be surprised when all of a sudden Tom has an emergency, uh, Every Thursday at 1 a.m. has nothing to do with that's when I'm pissed drunk at Waffle House. You know, you provide the provide the grounds for emergency use. The emergencies arise. So. 
I would imagine it will come out in time that uh, in a year or two years or a month. I don't know. There's probably the trusted news initiative. What we saw with the elections, and it's now coming out that something along those lines was happening with the vaccines, and that there's only positive and squashing of negative reports. I would imagine in due time, again, Tuesday, March 15th, 2022 at 521 p.m. Eastern time. Maybe it's tomorrow. Maybe it's in 2024. It'll probably come out that there was some trusted news initiative type thing for Ukraine and it will be defended. It will be defended as not collusion, but genuine national security interest, which was lobbied for by the military industrial complex, something along those lines with a bunch of people who probably had interest in sticking it to Russia. So fuck it, kick them off swift, unplug them from the internet. All these corporations can virtue signal. Maybe they want to close those failing businesses anyway. I don't know. That might be a little bit of a stretch. So I just don't think it's necessarily as cut and dry as this. It just like Putin just became evil. And maybe I'm maybe I'm a dipshit. Like that could very well be what it is. I'm not just saying that to cover my bases. I'm 31 sitting in a leather chair with slippers on who thinks he's hot shit because I listen to a couple audiobooks. That doesn't make me a, anywhere close to anyone with any idea what's going on. But what's also great is you can speculate wildly. Just fully acknowledging that you're most likely, again, just by the law of averages, you're probably incorrect. So it seems like that's probably the most realistic thing. A biolab threat, much like we did with the Cuban Missile Crisis in November, October 62, a biolab threat right on their border where we're laundering a, laundering a bunch of money mixed with Putin's own human characteristics of wanting to go down as a fighter for the Russian people and attempting to restore Soviet glory as well as the United States wanting to bang the drums because it allows us to deflect from domestic inflation, censorship, critical race theory, supply chain breakdowns, etc. Everyone likes a good rah-rah story. Everybody likes to imagine things are just like the Marvel movies. I'd like to get trying so hard. And who knows? Bigger balls than me. I probably wouldn't be over there. But we're already seeing, you know, the ghost of Kiev, Snake Island, that like none of that's really happening. I just, I don't know, man. When everyone's on the same page, it does seem a little odd. However, there could have been a shitty podcaster on a ham radio in 1939 going, everyone's denouncing Hitler. I'm sorry, guys, but I just don't feel like this is all. And hey, that guy was wrong. So I could be that guy right now. Who knows? But... I don't know. If there are biolabs there, everything changes. If there aren't biolabs, then it would more so be, this is Putin. The years are creeping up on him. Wants to make a land grab. Mother Russia. And we like it because we can beat the drums because we go, hey, don't pay attention to the shit at home. If they find biolabs, well, then that would really explain why he's doing it. And that would really explain why we're so vocal against it. 
And like COVID-19, or like George Floyd, what happened to George Floyd was horrible. And as a side note, my buddy called me the other day and he was, he's stuck in DC. He was stuck behind all the truckers and he was, and he, he's like, he's more of a liberal guy. And he kind of joked around. He was like, you know what? If we're for shooting BLM, then we also have to be short, be for shooting the truckers. You know, if we're for uniform, unchecked state power, then let's apply it uniformly. And that actually made me think, you know what? I can't, I can't sit here and have truckers on and say, hey, the reason why you got to go occupy is because no one listens to you if you just tweet. That's exactly what BLM does now. On the other side, truckers are also occupying peacefully, not burning shit down. But I do get what he was saying. So shout out to my buddy, who we'll call him just Mr. Tummies, who made me actually change my mind. I, I totally get BLM now. I'm not for that property destruction, but I 100% get it. If you're not being an inconvenience to society... Your issue is going to be nothing but a hashtag. Okay. But if you ever just questioned that, you know, yes, this is an important moment for civil rights, but maybe we shouldn't be making a saint out of a guy that pointed a pistol at a pregnant woman's stomach as he and the boys robbed her. You're a racist, right? If you question... If you question a vaccine that was made in two hours and who private corporations stand to make untold billions from and they cannot be sued and you have to get it by mandate or you can't participate in society, if you bring up that there might be a conflict of interest there, you're an anti-vaxxer piece of shit. If you question that it might come out of a biolabs weapons research, uh, research lab in China, much like we're doing here, then you're a racist xenophobe. So it's not just enough that you push the narrative forward. You also have to, in an unreasonable manner, demonize any critical thinking or even playing debt or even the devil's advocacy of what the other side is. I've tried to read as much as I could about Hitler. He had a terrible upbringing. Dudes beat the shit out of his dad used to beat the shit out of him. He, the, the, he, baby or little kid Hitler, and he used to wake up with bruises. He and his dog next to each other, unconscious, in a pile of urine or a puddle of urine, and he never knew if it was he or the dog that pissed themselves because the dad would beat the shit out of them until they either pissed themselves out of fear or out of unconscious reflex. No good. That doesn't justify dog out. He saw his country being humiliated at the end of World War One. And he was a poor schmuck that got caught up in it, buried by artillery fire, literally buried. A lot of guys were buried alive. He managed to get out. A lot of his friends were killed, just like in All Quiet on the Western Front. You leave the barracks for 30 seconds to go piss, and you come back, and there's a crater full of bones and hamburger meat. Doesn't justify human skin lampshades. I can't really find a justification for what he did. I don't, And I know that doesn't necessarily sound like a hot take, but I've actually tried to approach it and be like, where was he coming from? No, no, not at all. You know, I get emotional outbursts. I remember losing my brother to suicide. But after a couple of years of me constantly using my brother's suicide as an excuse for being a piece of shit boyfriend, son, brother and friend and employee, eventually the, the justification stops. 
it's no longer part of it. Um, so, but you need to be free to at least explore those things, right? I'm obviously biased towards dropping the atomic bomb. My dad's dad would have been cannon fodder for the mainland invasion. And it's not too absurd to uh, assume he probably would have been blown to pieces. I wouldn't be here. So I rationally, rationally, like one plus one has equal two, you can't divide by zero. I have to argue for it because my ability to argue would not exist if it didn't happen. But you can also go back and you can see the the generals who were against it, not just any old generals, a lot of high ranking generals are saying this isn't this isn't necessary. You know, how come Eisenhower didn't let McCarthy yeah, McCarthy know exactly about what was happening? How come uh how come Leslie Groves, General Leslie Groves of the Manhattan Project had a bunch of the silent had a bunch of, of the scientists censured because they did a little poll and like only twenty seven percent thought that the actual weapon should be dropped. They thought that they were going to surrender. And then you have the other side that says, "No, this is the only way to end the war." Truman said that. Uh, I think one of Truman's aides said, "If you don't drop this, you need to start working on your speech for best case scenario, your impeachment when the American people found out that you could have ended the war and you didn't." And at worst case, being hung for treason. There are a lot of guys, the stories of uh, the guys in Okinawa who, was it Okinawa? Was when they heard about Hiroshima, but before they surrendered, maybe they're still occupying Okinawa. The, 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 uh, the quote is, for the first time, they started making long-term plans. Not even this like, we're going home, boys. They started making long-term plans, like... You know, maybe I will fucking go start like the idea that you can just start planning longer than 24 hours ahead of you. That hits you. Oppenheimer felt a lot of guilt. And when he went in to tell Truman, Truman told his aides apparently afterwards, never let that something like basically said, never let that pussy back in here. I have blood on my hands. I know what it's like. But you have to be free to explore all those things. If you start trying to explore why we maybe shouldn't have dropped the nuke and I start browbeating you and censoring you and saying, you fucking Japanese synthesizer, sympathizer, you fucking Jap lover, you hate the GIs. Well, not only is that not going to dissuade you from looking into it, you're probably going to look into it more just to say, fuck you, Tommy. And if anything, you're subconsciously going to start siding with them more anyway, because fuck whatever thing I'm siding with if I'm that much of a douchebag, right? You have to be able to look at all things from all sides. I mean, I love the United States more than anything. It's really weird that us and a couple other intelligence agencies all were in Kuala Lumpur in 2000 monitoring and surveilling a high-level meeting between Taliban officials and their financiers. I mean, what? Why don't we, what? Why don't we stop that? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Does that mean we did it? I don't know. Does that mean they slipped through and we're just incompetent? I don't know. Does that mean they slipped through and we knew they were coming and we forgot to do it and 
were just retards? Possibly. Did we know they were coming through and we let it go through and it organically happened so that we had justification to go to war? Maybe. Was that war just for money and oil? Possibly. Maybe they were true believers. Maybe they thought we needed a biblical showdown with Islam. I don't fucking know. But you got to be able to entertain all of the ideas. David Icke is more than welcome to come on here and tell me why it was the praying mantises from VV Cephi or Antares. I'm, I don't think it holds a lot of water, but fuck it, I'll sit here and listen to it. Why not? Fuck do I know? So if you really wanted, I think, everyone to get on board, I don't think you'd oppose any dissuading views right now. I think the you would probably get more people on board to say fuck Russia if there wasn't a uniform response. If you just allowed it to arise naturally. But when all of a sudden, like the next day, you go to order something from Amazon and there's like a, a yellow and blue button. And it's like, it's like, what the, hold on. What are we doing here? It just doesn't seem too organic. And the logic might be, well, it can't be uniform because it's not fucking real. And so we have to foment consent. Maybe. I don't know. I have no fucking idea. It might just be that we're on a perpetual high. and We went from two weeks to flatten the curve to George Floyd to the vaccine to Ukraine. We might just be in a time of we constantly have to be screaming yes, queen, and virtue signaling. I don't know. Maybe let's play let's let's play the other side again against my own side. Maybe it's good to have this. Maybe it's good that this is what war is now is just uh, a bunch of soy boys, soy jacks with their mouths open saying I stand with Ukraine. Well, if we do that instead of occupying a foreign land for 20 years, well then yeah, that is objectively objectively better. And then I'm the asshole for criticizing it. Who knows? Maybe you can't get it out of your system. You're either going to go be a warrior and kill opposing people, or you can live it vicariously on Sunday by watching football. You can get your tribalness out of you. You have your group cohesion. You have the defined enemy, which causes a solidification of the aforementioned group. I don't know. I don't know. But it just seems... And again, who knows? Maybe this invasion is... This is just the first time that maybe this is it's just we're seeing the first kind of major invasion in the time of all the social media right i mean iraq was 03 it's not really there i don't know i mean maybe you kind of saw it with the arab spring right but even then it was snapchat around then i don't think instagram was tiktok wasn't you know so you kind of have a lot of this shit so was COVID that different from 1918? Is it just because now it's all in color and people are uploading online? I don't know. Maybe everyone was virtue signaling back in the day. They just didn't have profile pictures. Like maybe the maybe there were some insufferable douchebags at like the lumber yard who wore a mask and they're like, they're like, I wear the mask because I'm just you know, I put others before myself. I don't need to go smoke at the pub. And everyone's like, dude, you shut the fuck up. They're like, yeah, the flu is bad. Would you fuck off? 
you know, maybe they're, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there are people that were saying, like, we stand with the United States. Fuck the USS Maine and whoever blew it up. Maybe there are some guys going, this kind of seems like some justification to go into a land that we've been kind of pining after. Isn't it weird how the Marines always go in there and then somehow or another Wall Street makes a fuck ton of money? I don't know. Maybe you're a Nazi, racist, anti-vaxxer if you bring that up. I don't know. What I do know is that it's not good when you can't approach things with an I don't know mindset and just explore. You have to fully admit that you could be wrong. And I've said this multiple times on this podcast. In 2008, I voted for Obama because I was naive and wanted to see hope and change. And I was actually really interested in stem cell research. I wanted to see that I could push through. Mind you, before that, in like middle school, I supported Bush because I was like, hey, 9-11, first time this has happened since Pearl Harbor, which is a talking point I'm sure I just picked up from like Rush Limbaugh or something. I had braces and no original thought. In 2012, I voted for Romney. I didn't want to see Obamacare go through because I was working my ass off nonstop to get into medical school. And I was like, I don't want fucking government involved in the profession I'm going to go into. In 2016, I didn't vote in the election, but I did vote for Bernie in the primaries because it was two years after my brother committed suicide. And I was going downhill fast, too. And I thought, you know, everyone maybe does need access to mental health care. 2020, I voted for Trump because, you know, I didn't like the idea of everyone co-signing rioting in the streets and what seemed like a bioweapon out of China and the economy had been going through the roof. I'm open to being wrong. I'm very open to being wrong. So I guess that's why I question shit. Is I'll just... Yeah, I'll try to just see what the other fucking side is. I I actually emailed the World Economic Forum. I want Klaus goddamn Schwab to come on here. Because I don't agree with what he's doing. I kind of get it. Resource scarcity is a thing. Population is blowing up exponentially. But I want him to come on. Because all I've ever seen are negative memes about him. Most of which I have probably circulated. But I've never seen him in a podcast format. I've seen his speeches where the comments are turned off, but I've never seen him just shoot the shit. Everyone knows that I've had on Dr. Malone and Dr. McCullough on here. I never shut up about it. It makes me feel important. I would like to think they're my friends. They're very sweet men. I clearly don't have a positive feeling for Fauci. I would love to have Dr. Anthony Fauci on here just hear him out. I'd love to have on the CEO of Pfizer and Moderna and hear him out. I wouldn't try to do some gotcha bullshit. What do you think about this? Tell me who you are and defend it. And if you really are evil, it'll shine through. It's just the truth. The, the thing will happen. I said this in the last podcast. I never eat after the gym before the podcast. And I haven't been doing it for the last six months. And I was so hungry today. I was like, why am I so against that? Why don't I just have a bite? And I realized that I have bad indigestion and burping nonstop, which is fine, but not when I'm sitting in front of like a super sensitive microphone with sound panels around me. You can hear every little... (laughs) Excuse me. So I'm going to... Oh, I'm going to sit back a little more. Get a little more relaxed. 
a little more relaxed. Oh, that feels better. Um, oh, yeah, and then this is why I don't do it, because when I sit back, I swear the blood leaves my brain. I don't think it's sharp. But... So to me... To me, the idea that I can't question or even try to hear out why Putin might be doing this drives me to unconsciously and maybe consciously start playing more of an advocate for him. And it might, and I'm, and I shouldn't like, it's like, let's, let's say that COVID's not a bioweapon and this isn't like a depopulation plan or a great reset thing. But when you censor all opposition to the vaccine, you naturally start to push people in that direction. And so like, this maybe isn't a like a deep state. Russia is gonna go fight the bio labs. Then it's the America's freaking out because that's where all our dirty laundry is. Like it might not be that. It might just be a bunch of fuckers who have uh, gotten used to having the levers behind the social media monolith, and they're now censoring everything. And now I'm being driven to things that aren't at all true. And maybe maybe there's a point behind that. Maybe you want, maybe I start censoring, maybe on my podcast, I never let anybody say the word lemon. I just bleep it out. That's the only thing. And people go, you know, Tommy, you really shouldn't do that because a lot of people are looking into lemons now. Maybe that's the point. Maybe I want to drive people to lemons. So maybe there's not innocence there. But man, it just... And it's cool because I've already been called an anti-vaxxer responsible for killing everyone's grandma for the last two years. So like I'm fine with it now. So that's a plus. So I don't really mind questioning this, but it just seems weird, man. And make no goddamn mistake. Replace Ukraine with Russia. I would absolutely be defending Ukraine right now. Because I still would not be comfortable with everyone marching in one direction. Which in itself is a problem. Because now, now, although I'm sitting here saying I'm a critical thinker. That actually is not true. You're not a critical thinker at all. You're just taking the opposite view of what the mainstream media view is. So you're no better than the brain dead mouth breathing retard NPCs. Who are just parroting what Jimmy Kimmel says. Because you're just the antithesis. Just as bad that people who blindly follow Trump as the emperor are, or the liberals who blindly hate everything he does. Because now all he has to do is do the opposite of what he wants, and you're going to support him. So you also can't just take the opposite party line. Because it doesn't take that big of a brain to start pushing the opposite of the party line so that you can get your opponents to follow the party line. So I also can't just by default defend Russia because I dislike the mainstream media. Really what it is, I mean, you really just, as the great philosopher, the warrior poet, Tim Dillon said, defining yourself as a Republican or a Democrat is really putting on the lens of one view versus another so that you can shirk the burden of independent thought. You don't have to know what bi- you don't have to know what's in a bill and you don't have to defend it based on ideology and consistent uh, opinions if you just say well I'm Republican. That's not a 
why are you doing this? Well, I've, I've, you know, I've, I've, I voted Democrat. Like, that's not a thing. That's, it is. It's the shirking of independent thought. And I'm guilty of it. I mean, I have an American flag behind me, right? So I'm guilty of just defending the United States. That's not an original thought. There's no thought process behind that. There's nothing at all. That's being plugged into a, that's a light bulb being plugged into, or like a little mini LED light being plugged into a Christmas, uh, a string of Christmas tree lights. You just shine whatever the capsule over you is. I'm blue. I'm red. I'm green. That's not independent. So really what this is, is just like, I just, you just have to approach it all. Maybe you, maybe I really should be standing with Ukraine after, after, a, after at least a hundred more episodes in another year of this, maybe I will actually be with Ukraine. Maybe a broken clock is right twice a day and I do align with the mainstream media. Maybe it just happens. <sighs> you know, we fought the Soviets for 44 years, 46 years. But for a couple years prior to that, we did ally with them to fight the Nazis and the Japanese. I don't know. Maybe it does align. Maybe every, every once in a while, me and Anderson Cooper do have the same beliefs. I don't know. You know, Trevor Noah came out the other day and was like, you know, uh, Bush, if, if Trump was still in charge, we probably wouldn't have these oil problems because I think Biden was like ignored by some fucking Saudi Arabian sheik or mullah or whatever the fuck. I think his phone call was ignored and Trevor Noah was like, you don't ignore a phone call from Trump because he might come back groveling. He might nuke your capital and anything in between. Now I, I historically disagree with Trevor Noah. Well, I historically don't give a shit about him. everything I've seen about him. I, I'm not really a fan of. If I shirk independent thought, I should just be opposing whatever it is he's saying now, right? Which I don't. I do believe he has a point there. The madman theory. So what is really going on? If we're just pulling apart all predispositions and all biases and trying to really remove any color from our lens and not have a shade or a tint of any ideology. What is really going on with Ukraine and Russia right now? I would say that the United States probably has fucking biolabs in Ukraine. And we are maybe going to do a COVID-19 COVID part two electric boogaloo, but do it on Russia instead. And Russia said, fuck that. And because they're not Iraq or Afghanistan or Yemen, because they have nukes, we can't necessarily just bulldoze them. But because they're not America, the whole world does allow each other to gang up on them. No one would do that to America because we'd fuck you six ways from Sunday. We probably are doing such a hardline propaganda war against them. We probably do have dirty laundry there. 
And that doesn't mean a lot of people are saying that's where all the Democrats. No, that's where the United States' dirty laundry is. I truly now, more than I ever have in my life, believe that it's a uniparty. I'm ashamed that it took me 31 years to realize that. I used to have inklings of it. Now I'm 100% sure it's a fucking uniparty. After reading uh, Gangsters of Capitalism about Smedley Butler and coming on up on the end of Devil's Chessboard by Davey, Davey, David Talbot about the all, about the Dulles Brothers, Christ, I'm having a stroke. And after reading Base Nation by David Vine and the Generals Having a Close by Will Arkin. I've also never been more sure that the president really isn't in charge. And I know even like in a in a perfect world, like a perfect simulation of like the Constitution, like the president isn't doesn't have all the say. There's a bunch of things for the explicit purpose of him not having to say. Or they them shim, whatever the fuck. But I mean truly and this isn't even a stab at Biden, like Biden's so dumb, I'm even certain now more than ever that he ain't in charge. You know it's the deep state. No, and this also isn't a way to defend every crazy thing Trump did and say it wasn't him. I don't think Obama, I don't think Bush, I don't think Clinton, Bush, Reagan, who's before Reagan? Carter, who's before Carter? Fuck. Ford? Who's before Ford? Nixon? LBJ? Kennedy? Eisenhower? Truman? FDR? I think that's right. My... I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I don't know. It kind of seems like maybe Teddy, maybe he was the last one in charge. I don't know, but I mean, so that's like another thing is I'm trying to break down my own views about my own views. So you have to sort of like dissolve everything. You can't do these gotchas about no one cared when they were in the cage. Kids were in the cages in Obama's. It's like, no, because now even those points are moot because it has nothing to do with that. It's the whole machine. Which in a weird fucked up way is almost comforting. It's, it's almost like how I learned, how I stopped worrying and learned to love the bomb. It's like you, in a weird fucked up way, like you almost learn to love the military industrial complex techno pharma banking monolith. Because we're not leaving it up to, we're not leaving it up to chance about some dipshit being elected. There's almost a little comfort in that. There's almost a little comfort in having the board instead of just a CEO wheeling and dealing. Now, do you then have to extrapolate that further? If the idea of political parties or a one person or a one face at the helm, if that's flawed and it's actually a much bigger entrenched system, do you then have to take that if you acknowledge that to be true or at least feasible or even neither? Maybe you're just doing a thought experiment. You don't believe any of it. 
well, then you would have to take that one step further, right? You'd have to say, is America really in charge? Is the idea of nations itself an illusion? Just like the idea of having a president is a convenient illusion. Because we like to think that instead of accusing the 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 blob of DC being responsible for it, it allows us to just accuse our fellow citizen for being responsible for electing insert president, and then you can just make the same fucking brain dead memes everyone makes about every president they don't like. They wear a diaper. They don't even know which way they are. Look at him. He's dressed as a clown, wanted for war crimes. You can. It's the same fucking template. You can put Obama's face in there or Trump's face or Biden or Clinton or Bush. You put the Hitler mustache on him or you put him on the face of a baby and it's like, my diaper's full. Clown in chief. It's this, it's the same fucking, it's as unoriginal as like Michael Bay just putting explosions in movies. And it's like, dude, you're not making any plot. It's just booms. Or for commercials. That's not a good product. It's just boobs. It's that same fucking wally idiocracy, just <laughs> the main character farted. You know, it's all the it's all the movies like about like fat people, like some Tyler Perry shit. It's like, oh, the dad accidentally put on mom's underwear. Like, oh, grandma clap back. Like Oh, they're too fat to get through the door. Uh-oh. Oh, no, we're all stuck in the car, and they farted. And you're like, maybe China should rise. Who knows? Now, what would be the purpose, then? Let's let's take that and go, okay, so even the ideas of nations don't exist, right? <laughs> Obviously, it would be to make people believe again in that illusion. It's you don't have to be mad at the deep state. Instead, you can just hate your neighbor for voting for X guy who's literal Hitler. Right. The convenience would be you don't hate the power structure. You hate Afghanistan for doing this to us. Or you can hate Russia for doing this to Ukraine or China for doing this to the world. without ever actually aiming your hatred and criticism and action, nonviolent FBI and NSA, please fuck off or come on the podcast. (sighs) Will the CIA, if you guys are there, will you guys hire me? I would love for this podcast to be a CIA front. Nothing would be cooler than me like interviewing guests and them not know them thinking it'd be like the ultimate honeypot. They think they're getting their ego stroked. They're coming on to the TBC and I'm actually agent Kerrigan. That'd be so badass. That'd be so badass. Um, so under that idea that this is all manufactured and that nations aren't real, if we're going to just, again, take that, the idea that the, it's a uniparty, the president's just a figurehead, it's actually a deep state, extrapolate that to the global level. What would be the benefit to Russia going into Ukraine? 
and for this kind of lockstep opposition to it. Funneling money into the... <coughs> funneling money into the weapon systems of tomorrow. You know, that's a way you could do it, because otherwise we'd be saying, how the f- how, why the fuck are we not spending this shit on getting life back to normal after COVID? That's a way you could justify it. You have out-of-touch celebrities like Stephen Colbert saying, it's a small price to pay. For Would you fuck off? Would you fuck off? So what would be funneling money into the weapon systems tomorrow? You could argue kill each other, but the amount of deaths from wars is so infinitesimal. Even bad wars. Even if we had World War II today with 85 million dead, including civilians. That's not quite yet because we're not at 8 billion. But for all intents and purposes, that's 1% of the world's population. Like that's not a... And if we're going up exponentially, we're going to replace that in no time. That's a lot of work for not a lot of product. You know? It's like, that's my problem with like, like the COVID vaccines just being for profit, even though that's what I argued earlier. The reason why I think there's maybe something more nefarious in there, like a sterilization campaign or something is, yeah, they're making profits, but dude, they've mastered the profit game. What's wrong with that? Uh, sorry, looking at my, uh, is that plastic coming off? Is that thing coming off? I think that's supposed to be there. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of work for profit. We've had the whole war machine set up for the last century. Like, that's the tried and true. Like, why are we trying to reinvent the wheel? We've got a good, we got a good racket going on. Now, you could argue, well, why do they need the money? They can just print it. Yeah, but you can't just print it. Because then with inflation, people still know they're getting fucked. You do have to provide some sort of consent. It can't be a total rape. That's a good clip. It can't be a total rape. You got to kind of accuse them for wearing that skirt, right? You got to be like, guys, it's a fucking war with Russia. I know we just got out of COVID. But, you know, Russia's doing this thing. You know? So maybe. I don't think depopulation works with that. Because the only way it would work would be global thermonuclear war. But they don't want global thermonuclear war. That fucks that. That's... They want to stack the deck. They want to rig the game, but they don't want to flip the Monopoly board because then no one can play. And all these billionaires' money will mean nothing when you're in a sterile sterile concrete bunker with fluorescent lights and MREs. They like a fucking evening at a Greek palace fucking sex slaves more than anyone else. And you can't do that. You can't take the yacht out when the oceans are full of cobalt and strontium-90. So you can't win there. Well, the rich are just going to flee the planet. That's all, again, that's a, why reinvent the wheel? Why not just kill everyone here instead of having to go terraform Mars? I don't think that works either. So why would they be doing it? I don't think it, I don't think you can play the, I don't think it, 
I don't think the depopulation agenda fits with World War III because you could only do it through thermonuclear war to have any discernible effect. And, but that, that would you'd, you'd fuck the whole thing. And again, and again, that doesn't make sense because the only reason you do depopulation would be because you ruled out migration to another planet, meaning that they want to keep the world here. Now, if they didn't give a shit about the world here and they just want to go to go to another planet and then they maybe want to prevent any future civilization from rising and then challenging their power, maybe you nuke it on the way out. But the very notion of they want to stay here and have the world for themselves, which implies depopulation, is, is a logic. It doesn't work. You're, it it, it, it it eats itself. You can't use that logic because using thermonuclear weapons to depopulate also destroys the planet in which you want it to live and thus depopulate. So that doesn't really work. I would say consent for like massive weapon systems. What it might be is as we're moving towards web 3.0 and 4.0 and metaverse, they maybe are really trying to tame the wild west of the internet. And so that's what two weeks to flatten the curve, BLM, get vaxxed, stand with Ukraine. These aren't going to stop. There's going to be net in, in eight months. It's going to be, there's going to be some new hashtag. I don't know. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be something retarded like me too. I don't know what it's going to be. It's going to have something to do with like a Nestle water plant in Brazil or or sewage workers in LA. There's going to be some stupid fucking thing that everyone changes their profile picture to. You know, it's going to be like it's going to be like turn down the music for me. It's going to, it's going to be something that like 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 I can't understand because I'm not there yet. But it'd be like if you went back to someone in 2018 and told them to like stand 6 feet apart, you'd be like what the fuck are you talking about? There's going to be something retarded. It's going to be a climate. That's what it's going to be. All the profile, all the profile pictures are going to be dimly lit selfies because I'm I'm turning my lights off. That's exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be it's going to be pictures of like dirty clothes because you don't wash your clothes anymore because you're doing it for the climate. It's going to be the dust all over your car because you don't drive it anymore. Pollen's been here for a month. I don't. I wouldn't know. I don't drive this thing anymore. Mildew's a small price to pay for. You know, no air conditioner, not airing out the apartment. That's exactly what it's going to be. Long hair, you don't need haircuts anymore. That's what it's going to be. Dirty teeth, because you don't brush your teeth. That's girls with facial hair. Like, like love my fuzz. It's going to be girls with peach fuzz. Because they don't shave, because they don't shower anymore. Because climate. That's what it's going to be. That's exactly what it's going to be. And no one's going to uh, question the hilarity of the fact that they're all still on their phones charging to do that. But that's what it's going to be. That's exactly what it's going to be. Or people are going to start uploading like really low quality images because they don't want to use up the bandwidth. They'll be like, preserve the internet for us all. There's going to be like this sort of the Amazon rainforest. It's going to be like the, the Amazon internet or like internet rainforest or something 
the elite are going to push through some bullshit Trojan horse about how we're running out of bandwidth or something. It's going to be like Randy, Randy Marsh and South Park. I mean, you little internet going out, going out California way. Heard they got some internets out there. No. Okay. That's what it's going to be. That's exactly what it's going to fucking be. Or it's going to be something as absurd as that. People disregarding personal hygiene because it's all about not using... Oh, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be something with water. You know, they're going to be uploading close-ups of, like, their cracked lips. I'm not hydrated. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. It's going to be something retarded like that. And if you advocate for drinking eight glasses of water a day for basic metabolic functions, you're going to be just as bad as an anti-vaxxer. But no, because all those things are kind of real implications. All this other shit, all these other profile picture changes don't affect you. So it'd have to be something that doesn't affect you, right? What would it be? It would be like, um, hmm. Um, it would maybe be something like. Yeah, yeah, because no, because those would all imply actual life changes. It has to be something that has no definitive effect on your life, because that's what these dipshits do. Um, I don't know. They're they're gonna like accuse Trump of punching Melania or something, and people are gonna start putting like makeup on their eyes to be like, like, uh, like, I got your black, like I got your back. It's going to be people, guys posting pictures with makeup under their eyes to make it look like they have a black eye. It's going to be something about domestic violence with some Republican. That's what it's going to be. Something that has no discernible effect on your life. Someone that you've never seen did something that has never been in your life and will have no impact on you. And the quote unquote change you make requires nothing out of you other than virtue signaling with a half hard cock and a hot wheel in your ass. Yeah, it's going to be something like that. I've got your black. Yeah, because rationing water, that's thats too real. They wouldn't do that. They would say they're doing it, but they wouldn't do it. They would, they would say that's what they're doing, and then they would go drink water, take a shower, and shave. Yeah. <sighs> be something like that. I don't know. It's definitely going to be with inflation. No, that's too real. The censorship's going to start to get so absurd that they're going to have to start having campaigns about why censorship's good. Because right now, they're still trying to make it the quiet part, right? Flag just hate speech. It's a private company. They're TLS. But it's going to start to get so absurd, kind of like Trump getting banned on the Full Send or the Full Send podcast getting banned that episode. The censorship's going to start to get more and more in your face, which, surprise, like anytime you're granted a power that we formerly wouldn't be okay with, it's going to start creeping in. Don't be surprised when we just have to censor because we're flattening the curve. We just have to censor because you're upsetting uh, urban communities about BLM rights. We just have to censor because they're saying ivermectin. We just have to censor because you're saying U.S. biolabs and Twitter. That was two weeks ago. You got censored for that. And within a week, it fell apart because it turned out it was true. It's going to be something about the very act of censorship. They're going to have to start justifying. They're going to be you know what? It's a small price to pay. It's a small price to pay. It's okay. We can have our critical thinking without being literal Nazis. Completely re- memory holding the fact that they're supporting the Azov Battalion. Actual fucking Nazis. Yeah, it's going to be some. Yeah, it's going to be defending the censorship. 
because it's going to eventually come out into the open to where it's too big to just write off as misinformation. They're going to have to start. There's going to be all those like little PSAs with that, that creepy fucking Marxist art they do. I sound like Rush oh, Marxist art. Like that's not, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Like the, the weird faceless animated kind of artworks they do, or it's like support rising women's voices, get your vax. It's always like a weird purple stick figure or something. It's going to be about, you know, censorship in you you know sometimes we don't like this stuff and they're gonna make it they're gonna completely blow it up it's gonna be absurd and a hundred years from now it's gonna be just as unpalatable as we look back at like disney propaganda against japanese guys there's like a japanese character and his eyes are closed and he's like king tong i hate america you look back at it now and you're like holy fuck right you look back at like the early disney cartoons where it's like the black people genuinely look like apes and they act they act stupid they're like well, how are you doing, mister? And you look back at it and you're like, dude, Jesus. That's what it's going to be. But it won't matter because we're all dead. Where, how did I get here? Yeah, I, I, yeah, pushing for censorship. That's what it's going to be. That's what Ukraine is. This is just another thing. And there's going to be another one after this, another one after that. And what they're going to do is keep pushing, 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 getting you completely accustomed to the idea of censoring misinformation until years down the road, you no longer even need to hear a rationalized justification for the censorship. It's just going to be something you grew up with. That's what it's going to be. Like they have to rationalize why you can't have automatic weapons until a new generation comes up where you can never buy automatic weapons. And then the next thing is like high capacity bags or bump stocks until the next generation comes up. You don't even need to justify it anymore because they're just born into it. That's what it is, I think. So it could just be censorship. It could just be that they're pushing for the the um, acceptance and normalization of censorship on a, on a massive scale because that allows them to accelerate all future plans or they don't even need to accelerate future plans because what they're doing is they know that the next wave is going to be entirely online they're not going to need smart cities and quarantines and martial law that's old school conspiracy the new school is going to be going into metaverse and you already being okay with the idea of suppression of misinformation because daddy government's looking out for you Yeah. I don't know how, but there's going to, you know, it's coming. You know, a deep fake scandal's coming. You know, a deep fake scandal's coming. It's going to be a deep fake of Zelensky dying and then not dying and then Putin dying and then not dying. Uh, it's going to be a deep fake of Elon Musk getting shot and then Tesla's going to tank and a bunch of people are going to buy it up. And then after they bought it up, after they bought the dip, they're going to, there's going to be new legislation against deep fakes or something, or they're going to normalize that deep fakes are out there and it could just be complete demoralization. So you don't know what the fuck is real anymore. And the thing is, is like 99% of the hypotheses I put forward in this episode are 100% wrong. One of them will be somewhat accurate. That's just what I found with this podcast is one of them will be somewhat accurate. But the only way you can get to that one is by throwing out a bunch of different models. Not just ideas, but actual models, mechanisms of actions. <sighs> Thank you.
Yeah. He could be attacking Ukraine, the breadbasket. Do you start normalizing uh, food rationing? I don't know. It's going to get so bad that we're going to have to send in American NATO forces, but no one's going to want their own their own people going in there. So it's just going to be drone soldiers that DARPA conveniently just whips out of nowhere. They've probably been developing for 20 years. I'm thinking some iRobot shit. And that is going to be the normalization of war because we get to have our cake and eat it too. There are no boys going over there, but we can also have our no-fly zone. There's going to be some weird fucking loophole where Russia technically can't fight back because it's silicon, not Americans. That's what it's going to be. And then they're going to come home just like the militarization of the police right after 9-11. It's 20 years later. No one gives a shit anymore. We get pulled over by a goddamn MRAP. That's what it's going to be. They're going to bring them home. That's how you're going to have force amplification, truly going to impose your will on the population. They're going to move forward. They're going to learn from us. And then eventually they're going to kill all of us because the robots do the work. That's my thesis. This is all about the introduction of robots into the Overton window. Fuck you, Klaus. Ten moves ahead of you, bitch. I'll see you. Recording.